practice. I just want to unite with the present moment. Let go of all the good and bad that may or may not have happened since the last time I stepped on the mat, which is often too long between practices. To do that, I have to unite with my breath and intention. Be here now. Inhaling, I say, I am. Exhaling, I say, here now. Because now is all we have, but few of us live like that. Do you? When we move through the practice, we try to unite with our body. What's our body telling us in the present moment of now? Where are we strong? Where are we weak? Where are we compensating? Where are our boundaries? Where do we need more attention, more breath, more patience, more acceptance? I have seen how quickly an illness, injury, or life event can derail a person and affect the body. What you could do yesterday, you might not be able to do today, and who knows when you'll be able to do it again, or if. Then again, perhaps you'll do it better. You just never know until you show up on the mat. That's where union with acceptance is critical. Without it, we become self-judgmental, critical, and ego-driven. That can, and often does, lead to more injuries. For me, just knowing where my body is tight or tired allows me to set healthy boundaries. I create safety for myself. Nobody knows our bodies better than ourselves. Even if a teacher sees where we could improve our asana, it doesn't necessarily mean we should do that adjustment. And yet we, or many of us, take our teacher's instructions as the end all. If the instructor is experienced, educated, intuitive, and empathetic, they probably can read your body pretty well, but they can't know 100% how you are feeling. I didn't listen to my inner wisdom until I was faced with a serious injury that took a long time to heal. I had no choice to listen to my body if I wanted to avoid re-injury. If a correction wasn't appropriate for me, I told the teacher, thank you, that just won't work for me right now. Most teachers respect that, and your body will too. More often than not, my teachers have made assists for me that provide more freedom to deepen the asana. Personally, I appreciate those assists. When I am practicing, I'm constantly focusing on my alignment. The brain is a workhorse, eager to do the asana practice. The alignment cues give my mind something to work on. Root down through the four corners of the feet. Soften the knees. Shift the inner thighs back. Slightly draw in and up two inches below the belly button. Open and relax the low back. Draw back the ribs, broadening the middle of the back. Roll the collarbones back slightly. Bring the chin parallel to the floor. Draw the ears over the shoulders. Grow taller. About the time I get to the top, I realize I've lost the foundation and have to start again. I'm continually beginning again. Feels a lot like off the mat, too. Always, we begin again. After a while, the mind and body unite. My head and body cohabitates in the same zip code for an ever-so-short period of time. Have you ever felt like your mind is about a block away from your body, completely disconnected, even if still attached? When we focus on the alignment continuously, all that stuff our brains had been focused on gets pushed aside in order to stay present and aligned. It's awesome. There is a fine line, though. At some point, I have to stop doing and start being in the asana. Allow my mind to become calm and steady through the breath. 
allow my body to be still. Trust me when I say that is harder than all the adjustments. Yet it is the most necessary. That's why we practice. So that off the mat, we can find a steadiness in life even when the world around us feels chaotic. By the end of a practice, I unite with sweet surrender. Nothing to do or fix, just be. I am uniting for a few sweet moments with all truth is peace and possibility. During Savasana or corpse pose, I have received sparks of inspiration, solutions to problems, profound peace, and plenty of visits from the dead. Some I have known and some who saw me as a channel. It's interesting to say the least. If I am teaching, I am uniting with the students. What are their bodies and energy telling me? What are their souls?